0: In this episode, we talk about the denomination of gospel grace. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Gospel Grace Church, in the beginning. Follow Hack, Mike, and Mike as they share how the Lord is leading them to plant a church in central Indiana. In this episode, we will discuss the denomination of Gospel Grace Church. All right. My name is Mike Schoenrock, your host, and I'm joined by Hack McPhee and Mike Foley here in the studio. Well, guys, it's been a while since our last episode. Um, how's everybody doing today?
1: All in all, I'm doing real good.
2: Fine and dandy.
0: All right. Well, it's been a bit, so we're happy to be back. Thank you guys for listening to us. Um, in this episode, we have a two-fold plan. Uh, one, we want to answer the question about denominations, uh, specifically ours. And at the latter portion, we want to give you an update on how everything has been going. So with that in mind, Hack, um, you may have got this question. I think we have actually got this question about, why does it just say Gospel Grace Church? Why does it say Gospel Grace Baptist Church? Because you're being sent out from Noblesville Baptist. Uh, What's a quick answer do you give to people on that subject?
1: Yeah, when people are inquiring about that, I typically just give them a short and simple answer. Uh, Gospel Grace Church is Baptist in doctrine and distinctives but not in denominational name.
0: Now, I think it's a real good summary, um, but does anybody give you show, you show to you like, hey, I'm a little concerned about that, or I got more questions. Uh, what do you say if they push, push a little further?
1: Yeah, I have a few thoughts on that, and I think we'll probably circle back to this and, and complete answering this question at the end time. Um, but I think names or titles can be very helpful or important. Um, so I wouldn't want to minimize uh, the concerns that others might have about not having it in there. You know, why isn't it Gospel Grace Baptist Church or um, something like that? But I'd also say that names or titles can also be a hindrance as well. And so uh, we can explain that further in detail. I just say, uh, for simplicity, uh, I-, I truly want to wave the banner of Jesus and his gospel uh, rather than the Baptist banner. Um I want to be known as a follower of Christ rather than a denominational loyalty um, as, as a priority. Uh, so I want to be a Christian first and Baptist second, if that makes sense. Um, you know, uh, Jesus, I mean, he calls us to make disciples. So that's, that's I think, the, the real directional focus that we desire for gospel grace to be all about. And so not the other way around.
0: Yeah. And so Foley, um, Hack said, you know, we're Baptist, um, you know, it, it, when we think about our doctrines, our polity. Um, so kind of breaking that down. Well, what does it mean to be a Baptist? You know, some people like myself, grown up Baptist. Uh, but When you ask somebody a question, what does it mean to be a Baptist? You can get a lot of answers. But what's a good foundational response to this is what a Baptist actually is?
2: Sure, sure, and now, now this is going to be by no means cover everything, but just you know, like you said, high level foundational. Uh, we be we believe in the authority and and inerrancy of God's word, right? The Bible is God breathed, uh, as it says in Second Timothy chapter three, right? It's it's all good for helping us to correcting us helping us uh, stay on the right path. Uh, we believe in the independence of the local church, right? We have two two offices, um, again, both seen in, in Scripture, the pastor elder and the deacon. Um, we celebrate two ordinances, again, both seen in Scripture, the Lord's Supper and the baptism, actually baptism of believers. want to go ahead and, and state that. Uh, We also believe in the priesthood of the believer, right? Jesus is Lord of all, and as we are saved, he makes us a kingdom of priests, right? And we also believe, speaking of salvation, that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, according to scripture alone, for the glory of God alone. And membership for the church it is for those who are saved. And, and you know, one thing that I emphasize over that is we see this in Scripture. We see this in Scripture. We see this in Scripture. And, and, and just to kind of piggyback off of what Hack said, right, uh, those are Baptistic um, distinctives. And yet more importantly, you know, we long to be biblical. We want to be a church that above all, is rooted in the Bible. And, and as best we can, that the things that we do, and why we do it, we can point back to scripture. Um, and and so not only are these distinctive of Baptist churches in general, um, but we also see these as being distinctive biblical um the way that, that the Bible says churches should operate.
0: Yeah, so
2: that's a real good
0: way to put together what a Baptist is. Um, you know, we have that answer, and we're still going to stick to sleep the way we associate and our, way our church title is. It's non-denominational. Um, you to think, if Baptist heritage going back to uh, the 1600s, early 1600s, separating from the Church of England, Uh, They came to the U.S. Rhode Island has a Baptist history of Baptists found non-persecution there. So it's got a long history, especially in America. One of the leading um, pioneers of giving out to religious liberty. Then you get to the non-denominational part. Um, You know, the title or churches identifying as non-denominational that came around in the 20th century. More churches were taking that on. Um, There's a lot of different history of politics of denominations or associations within um, because even your Baptist Baptist people are like well I'm an independent fundamental I'm an independent I'm a, a you know GRB I'm a Southern Baptist um, so it get popular to be non-denominational now most non-denominational churches their doctrine and their practices would follow a polity or a form of worship or even governing that is Baptistic um, so you could joke with somebody that's like, I'm a non-denom. If you want to give them a hard time, you're like, Nah, you're a Baptist. Um, so if you ever want to be a smart aleck that way, you can, because if you were to go to their church's website, talk with their elders, you'd find out that everything you just covered, they're going to like, well, that's us. Well, the reason why Baptists had to do it is the church of England and those stronger associations. So that is pioneered even for those now that celebrate, uh, the, the ability to have the banner saying non-denominational, I got to tip your hat to the Baptist uh, because they wanted to uh, make sure that we could be autonomous and separate. Um, and we, we wanted to be that. Um, and I think today it's a little more important to do it. My opinion the strategy. It's not gospel is to be non-denominational. So you're even clearer to those that are outside that may have opinions or experiences with different denominations. Um, We don't have to worry about sitting down and explaining it to them over coffee once they're kind of in one service. But they can probably assume that as they come in for the first time, just simply because we chose to be non-denominational in the church plant. Um, So tip the hat to the Baptists. uh, But at Gospel Grace, I mean, that's who we are, doctrinally in our practice. But I would say strategically and the reason why we think it will be most effective in reaching the community uh, will be non-denominational and hack. Uh, kind of closing this part of the podcast up, um, what's some further thoughts you would have, especially about you leading in with gospel grace, kind of seeing both of these things explained?
1: Yeah, you know, as you think of America across the whole realm of where's religion at, I think 11%, uh, roughly 11% identify as Baptist, which is the third largest religious groups behind the Catholics and then non-denominational Protestants. But when you think of that 11%, there's over 20 plus like bigger Baptist denominations, um, some that we like, some that we would affirm, and then others that we would not necessarily align with for one reason or another. And so here's part of the bum rap, the black eye that the Baptist church can sometimes get Um, If you have Baptist Church in your name and there is a scandal at some sort of Baptist Church organization that tends to hurt everyone involved, whether you are associated closely or not. The community and culture doesn't usually look into that and say, what denomination or flavor of Baptist are you? Uh, So a scandal hits the roof. All Baptist churches are bad, and so you you have the both the good, the bad, the ugly. While we can appreciate and affirm so many of those good, healthy organizations that, that help the Baptist churches, um, the fact of the matter is I know so many pastors and churches around here that are actually really tightly connected to Baptist church planning organizations, but maybe even the members don't even realize that they are Baptist or they, they are connected. Maybe a lot of them do. But I know this, most of the community would not associate that with them, although that's where they would align. When we started on this journey so many years ago, um, looking at a church planting uh, trip back in Salt Lake City, they named their church Gospel Grace Church, and I asked them why they did that. And they basically said uh, people historically over the past 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years in the Salt Lake region, Baptist churches came in and were kind of just— throwing stones at the Mormons and others, and it really gave the Baptist Church a black eye and really left a bad taste in the mouth of so many within that cultural context of Utah, and so uh, they knew they had an uphill battle, and so rather than carry the Baptist name, although they would appreciate all of the doctrines and distinctives, they wanted to be distinctly different, and so that's the way they w- they went with that, and I thought, you know what, um, that really makes sense, and um You know, as I think throughout my church history of being at churches, I I really think there's three types of people um, when they go out church shopping. There are those that are looking for a Baptist church. And if you're really looking for a Baptist church, you ought to look beyond the name. You could look at our website and see all the things that we believe and say, oh, I I think I align with them. And so there's those groups of people, but there's sometimes people that don't do the research, they're only going to the church because it has Baptists in the name. And if that's what you're all about, um, I think there's more to church than, than that. And then their second group of people are those that are not looking for a Baptist church, right? That they think of the black eye of some of the black, of the, the black eyes of some of the Baptist church organizations. They don't want to be associated with that. So they might come to Gospel Grace Church, although it's Baptist distinctives, where they wouldn't go to another one. And then I think there's a third group over like they, they just don't care. They want to go to a good church. And so if you're in that category, come one, come all. We, we, want, we want you to experience the goodness of God and uh, the gospel of Christ. And so um, we're, we're seeking to not be evasive with where we're at or what we believe. I mean, it's, it's out there, but there's a reason, a method to the madness of kind of what we're doing, what we're doing.
0: Yeah. I like how you put those three categories and we, we really want to make sure uh, we can do as much as possible, especially in a church plant um, to um, not have any possible assembly blocks or hindrances for us. And again, if you're listening to us, we're not Baptist haters. Okay. We have nothing uh, against, uh, we just believe this is prayer in time really thinking this through it's the way we're going to go. So this can go a lot farther in discussion about stuff. We all have different experiences, different stories, different things we could share. Uh, But I want to pivot here, and we answer the question on denominational part about who who Gospel Grace is and why we went this direction. Uh, For those that are listening or supporters, uh, the second part is for you also, or it's really for you. Um, Updates, updates, updates. Uh, What's been happening since our last episode? Um, Foley, I want to kick it to you uh, with a recap of our, we had two core team meetings, um, so let's begin there.
2: Yeah, they were um, outstanding. Um, you know, one of the one of the big praises is just seeing that, well, actually, people came back after the first one, you know the second one, we saw the same faces. Um, so thank you all who came back. that was that was quite the blessing. There were a little bit of nerves leading up into that uh, that second meeting. Uh, can't lie about that, but but no, it really was. Great, and that's really what we're looking for in our core team: consistency, right? We we want people uh, who are going to continue to show up and and to labor with us. So, um, you know, I I think we were all pleased um, in seeing that things got off to a great start. Uh, We had some good uh, teaching time. Uh, We covered our purpose, uh, a couple of the pillars um, of our church that helps support our purpose. Um, but there was something that all three of us really got excited about. And that was the prayer time. Um, prayer is something that we as Christians can talk a lot about and, and, and hopefully do on our own. But when it comes to praying together, man, that is, uh, that can be very uncomfortable, right? I mean, you don't want to be the the person who follows the guy with the British accent who says the these and the thous and the, 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 the very flowery prayers. And you're like, wow, that is like Charles Spurgeon reincarnated. I'm not going next, you know, and then you don't want to be the guy who's following the guy who's like, uh, Lord, uh, uh, Lord, uh, Lord, uh, oh, I made it to the five minute mark. Praise the Lord. Thank you. We're done. You know, in Jesus' name, amen. You know, and and one of the really great things is we've seen a lot of participation and, and just um, got to give credit where credit is due. Hack came up with some creative ways to get everyone involved in prayer and to kind of overcome, you know, a little bit of this uncomfortableness because this is something that, I mean, we it's one of our – pillars it's one of the things that we want to (laughs) speaking of distinctives to be distinctive about our church that we are a church who not only prays individually but who prays together And, and so kind of starting that off now and and again thanks to our core team members who came and who actually participated in this and and overcame some of the awkwardness of of praying um you know with other people and then uh like i said some some creative ways that uh you know maybe um are a little unusual and for those who maybe have a uh, have their uh, attention peaked a little bit for it well come september join us and and you will see some of these things but uh that has really been uh, a tremendous blessing um, to see a group of people actually praying together, um, and not just being led in prayer, but having everyone participate. Um, that's been great.
1: Yeah. I think I made everyone nervous at the very beginning of that because I I told them get comfortable with getting uncomfortable, right. And, And stretching us and growing us, um, uh, to, to do things maybe that we haven't done before, but as we do them, we realize, hey, this is good, this is healthy, and energizing not only individually but corporately for the whole group. And so, so enjoyed that. I know our next uh, core team meeting, we're going to be focusing on intentional passionate prayer, one of our pillars in Christ's exalting worship. And, um, you know, Christ, he spent so much time in prayer, and his disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray, right? And so it's, it's one of those things that we must just be intentionally engaged with and i really think it's going to be one of those foundational things that that helps to grow and strengthen the foundational uh, core team um as we as we seek to launch out and plan a church um we, we don't want to do that talking about prayer we want to do that with actually intentionally doing that and, and having the lord go before us and with us through this endeavor
0: yeah oh, special times there i think it's really cool emphasis and um yeah, those core team meetings. Again, thanks everybody for showing back up. Um, that was that was a huge encouragement for us uh, to start it off. Uh, for more updates, Hack, what's um if you want to go with current needs that we have, we want people to pray for or think about, maybe even uh, giving to or helping us out with.
1: Yeah, although we we love our core team, if there is uh, individuals out there who are listening and, and contemplating, maybe the Lord would have me go, and you're just you know wanting to maybe. Uh, live on mission in a greater degree. Maybe you're, you're already committed and connected to church. We're not looking for church shoppers or hoppers or to, to steal people away. Obviously, we want new converts, um, new Christians. But in the meantime, we also do want to establish um, uh, just great, solid Christians around us. And so if you're more interested in joining the core team, then contact us, uh, shoot us an email, mygospelgrace at gmail.com learn more about that. Um, You know, as we think about Christ exalting worship, I love to sing, I love to worship. um, But the problem is not all people love to listen to me. And so you don't want me leading that. And so maybe you'd have a a musical gifting, a talent where you can play music or, or sing and it's actually enjoyable to listen to. Then we'd love to have you come join us. Maybe it's just for that first year, and you go back to your home church. But, but a means to help us in these early sta- early stages to get established. Um, you know, may- maybe you've uh, somehow inherited a large gift, and you want to give over and above uh, and be a blessing to Gospel Grace Church. Um, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna kick you loose for that. Like we, we, we welcome that. And so, if the Lord's, you know, maybe burdening or putting on your heart to give, then. Uh, we'd love to um, talk further about that. And then um, just as we look at the month ahead, we're going to continue to finish up our uh, our pillars. We'll also talk about essential covenant community and then meaningful gospel engagement. And, um, yeah, so, Mike, uh, there, I'm sure there's more, but due to time, I'll I'll yield the floor to you.
0: Yes, uh, with updates, hey, on the other giving part, Foley did mention to me. It is tax return season, so if you're wondering what to do with tax returns, uh, you can donate to us. Uh, we say that with a little bit of jest, but we would love to all of a sudden be recipients of that too. Uh, that would be great. Um, hey, there's a lot that goes on in the planning and preparation of a church plant, and we're just wanting to keep you guys updated uh, with it, answer questions, so I hope that you know the supporters out there, um, if you're local, we'd love you to be a core team member, uh, if you're A supporter and a listener from far away. Shout out to Tucker in Virginia, a loyal listener out there and others. Um, Hey, we want to keep you updated. Um, So mygospelgrace.com, any questions or if you think of a way um, that you could be a help to us near or far, uh, please send it to us uh, via email. We'll get contact with you. In this episode, we answered why it's just Gospel Grace Church. For those that have been wondering, I hope your questions have been answered we're all rejoicing the great things happening now and continue to pray for our needs moving forward we thank you we ask for more prayers for that make sure to subscribe and look for our next episode superstar or shepherd shepherding a church ladies and gentlemen thank you for taking time to listen to this episode of gospel grace church in the beginning this is mike schoenrock it's been a pleasure hosting this episode and from Hack, Mike and Mike, we say thank you for listening, and we wish you a grace and peace.